listening to Plymouth Basketball on WTCA. Brought to you by Apius Computers, Bowman's Tin Shop, Coalliance Propane, Coca-Cola, First Federal Savings Bank, Oliver Ford Lincoln, Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, REMC, St. Joe Health Systems, Montgomery Well Drilling, Pilot News, Rochester Orthopedics, MasterTech, TCP, U.S. Granules. Stay tuned. Basketball coming up next. If you're running your own business, you need a professional email address, not one of those freebies. A proper email address is critical in developing your business brand. Talk to the professionals at AFIUS for a complete email package designed around you and your business needs. We offer business class email from Microsoft, Google, and our very own cloud mail solution. Call 574-936-9644 or visit us online at AFIUS.com. That's A-P-H-E-U-S.com. At Bowman's Tin Shop, we are the go-to choice for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs for your home or office. We also offer professional installation and 24-hour emergency services. And of course, we're the metal experts. From custom sheet metal fabrication to installation, we do it all. For service-driven, reliable professionals, contact Bowman's Tin Shop today. It's time for the Commissioner's Corner, an exclusive weekly conversation about Indiana high school sports with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Now for an up-to-the-minute report about what's happening in the constantly changing world of high school sports, here's Coach Bob Lovell with Commissioner Paul Neidig. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is our weekly conversation with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Commissioner, we are uh, in tournament mode right now. We are working hard to get ready before we know it uh winter sports tournaments will begin we have the pairing show coming up sunday evening five to seven on the ihsa champions network but it's not just the uh, girls basketball this is starting with the winter tournament uh, extravaganzas that will be going on very very soon around our state it is i mean it's uh this is where the excitement starts to build and you know we're at that stage and staff i just walked out of a meeting with staff and their our primary focus right now is making sure that that we're prepared uh, to offer a great experience to our student athletes across this state uh, as they enter tournament play well we've talked about it before and i think everyone understands if you're a kid growing up in indiana you're 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 going to be playing in facilities that are the envy of everybody else in the country quite frankly you're going to be playing in some of the greatest facilities in the world for your particular championship we are and you know the same nowhere but indiana and that's certainly true here you know this past uh, early this week uh, we actually went down and visited uh game bridge field house with our friends the pacers and the fever and and looked at all the great upgrades that they've added to that experience for the not only for the participants uh but also the fans and it's just you know they always called it the best field house in basketball the best venue to watch and they've only improved on that 
and uh, it's phenomenal. But Rick Fusen and Mel Rains and Doug Weikamp and their team have, have done a great job getting that facility ready, and we can't wait to bring our teams in there with wrestling, girls basketball, and boys basketball and give out that big walnut trophy. Are we going to recognize the facility when we get in? Uh, we are. Yeah. We are. It's still, it's still it's got the right. feel, but... You know, it's just nice. There's just a lot of polish in that building, and uh, I can tell you from a guy that set the bench once in a while, the seats are comfortable. Right. <laughs> for the fans and for everybody that's going to be there. Paul Knighty joining us. We're talking about IHSAA. I can't believe we're doing the pairing show on Sunday. I mean, I cannot. But and you and your staff and everybody at the IHSA are gracious hosts for Greg Rakestraw and me. Uh, but you know what this is like. You've been a, a principal, an athletic director, and you know the tension that is the, the, the pairing show and finding out who you're going to be playing and when and what's going to happen. And you've been through this in, in a real-life situation as a participant on the ground level. I have been, and I still remember those days. Uh, and, you know, back when I played, uh, we had to turn the radio on and let the tube warm up before we'd get the signal. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, we, everybody, you sit around that radio and you just listen to that those those names be read off right. and uh, who you're going to play. And, you know, you're preparing all season to improve yourself as an athlete. That is the beginning of a different level of preparation. And now all of a sudden you start looking at your path to victory, your path to championship so now you're preparing against opponents and you're doing that a couple of weeks before the tournament starts so you know you're you're, you're you just kind of build an excitement the entire time putting in the best plays that you have the best uh you know the best of what you have to, to, to walk through that tournament all right so again we're starting very very soon with the uh, winter championships uh, we're going to have the pairing show obviously before we know it uh, we'll be there, and we want to continue to ask people to do the best they can, Paul, to make sure that these kids are able to play all the games scheduled and, and particularly the championships, and we need everybody's help to do that. We do. It's it's so important. We've learned how important participation and opportunity to put that uniform on is for our student-athletes, and you know we've got to make sure that we do everything we possibly can to make sure student-athletes have an opportunity to participate. And everything that you can possibly do to be safe along the way dealing with COVID, you need to do that because it is a tragedy when kids don't get to participate. And I certainly hate it when when a kid or a team is quarantined where there's something that could have been done to prevent that. Thanks for listening to The Commissioner's Corner with IHSAA Commissioner Paul Neidig and Coach Bob Lovell. And thank you for your continued support of the high schools in your community. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. We're at Plymouth Head Basketball Coach Joel Grindle. Um, that, was, that was really a really big win on Saturday night. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, we, we had such a hard-fought game there Friday. Um, you know, and, and to come back and play play a team like Elkhart and, and 
and uh, battle all the way back and, and get down and then execute at the end and get the big defensive stops that we needed to get. Uh, it's a huge one for our kids, a big confidence booster as we go into another NLC game. And I know you've said it more than once, there's no moral victories in a loss, but it's got to at least make you feel better that these have been hard fought. There hasn't been that one where, yeah, we're out of it uh, for a while. Yeah, I mean, we're our kids are battling. Uh, they're, they're doing what we want them to do. They're um, they're 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 applying our game plans. They are they're, they're doing the things that we want, and, and we're we're getting down to the to the end of the games, and, and that's what you want to do. And you you know you you want it in their hands to make plays to win the game, and, and that's that's where we're at right now. And, and it was good to see we got we got that big that big win and, and some gutsy plays by our kids, uh, you know, in that second half of the uh, of the Elkhart game. Yeah, and I think you said it best on uh, Friday night was okay. We figured out how to get here. Now we got to figure out how to take the next step and win it. Yes. Yeah. And again, it's 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 all part of the process, and, and that's something that you know we we knew we were good, we were there, and we're we're glad we're to the point in in this where where we're competitive with everybody and we're, and we're doing those things and our guys are figuring things out. So far as a week of practice goes, I bet it made it a lot easier coming in with that W than it would have been, but how, how was practice? Well, uh, you know, Monday with our ice kind of uh, threw a little wrinkle in it where we weren't allowed to practice on Monday, so it gets short in the week, but uh, with kind of, uh, with, with as many games that we've played here recently and, uh, you know everything going around. I don't think it was. Uh, I'm not sure it was such a terrible thing to get to get have the kids get a day off, especially with the minutes that were played by some of them on the week. We can, we've had a good week of practice. You know we've we've uh, uh, we've had some guys in and out um, of, of school, kind of like everybody at these points. But I'll t- I'll tell you what, our kids are we're focused. We we feel like we 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 accomplished some things that we want. We got in uh, the game the game plan that we want for tonight. Another NLC game tonight, and uh, it's Wawasee. And over the years, even when they've been down, they've been hard on us. Well, uh, I mean, what what Wawasee does really, really well. It's kind of like uh, this year. It's kind of like looking in a mirror. We we go we go a, 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 about things differently, but it's kind of one of those games that we're trying to, you know, you're trying to play your style and put your style of basketball on the game and. In the games that you can put you you can put your stamp on it, the brand of basketball you want to. It's the same thing as them. Um, the, that's when they've had success. That's when they've played really good teams, really tough. And and I'll tell you what, right now they're playing really really well. Um, you know they they have uh, Keaton Dukes, who's their leading scorer, and's kind of been there. He's been their guy for two, maybe even three years. He's you know kind of an inside out, kind of do it all type guy. Um, and then they, they're getting really good. Uh, uh, Coach Abraham's getting uh, really good play from some kids he knows really well with his uh, two twin freshman sons. You got Miles and, and Maddox, and they're they're really good shooters. Uh, they're kind of their 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 perimeter guys. They're getting some really good play from number fourteen, Caden uh, Welty. Um, he's a, he's a senior. He's been around as well. He's a, kind of an attack first guard. And then they got Colin Robert, uh, Roberson in there, who's a, who's a big, uh, a big strong post kid, who's a, who's a good rebounder and kind of an energy guy. And and I'll tell you what, those, those five kids really play, and they, they go out and try to execute their game plan 
uh, well, and, and they've played, uh, you know, they were off last week with, uh, with the game getting canceled. Um, but, uh, you know, recently here over Christmas, and then they played well, and then they played Northwood, and we're ahead at them at the halftime, and have played, you know, they've played well here lately, and we're going to have to play, we're going to have to play awfully well tonight to, to come out on top. I know that uh, obviously it'll be a little bit different game plan with you guys and other people, but what kind of things do you see uh, film-wise that they, they're going to want to do? Well, uh, I mean, they're 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 patient. They're still patient. You know, they they like to look and they like to run that run their offense and and get that good shot. And uh, you know, one of the things that that you look at that for us is we're going to have to be patient on defense. Um, where we're going to have to continue to play their team kind of like us. That that's fine if it takes five, six, seven, ten, fifteen passes to get a shot. We're okay with that, and so are they. Uh, we're also going to have to handle the basketball. Uh, and make sure that we we do the same thing to them. They're t- they're the type of team that will take thirty seconds off the clock. The next time they get to take a minute off the clock and just run their offense so they get something that they want. So handle that basketball and making sure that we take good shots uh, and do the same thing to them. Uh, I think is going to be one of those keys. Um, you know, if, if it's one of those things that a six point a six point game in a normal game might might seem really close, but it might that might be like you're down fifteen to twenty uh, in a game with two styles like we play. You talked about this being a process. Uh, what's the next step you hope that you make in this process tonight from your guys? Well, again, I just think it's 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 about continuing to execute and continuing to put ourselves in positions to win. Um, you know, we feel like we're we're doing that with these guys. We feel like we have buy-in with our kids. And again, it's it's a matter of of we want to put our kids in a position, in a in the best position they can to be successful, and then letting them grab and then letting them grab a hold of it. And hopefully tonight, uh, the coaching staff can put put our kids in a position. And, and you know they're going to have to go out and make those plays, and and that's what we're looking at doing. But it's it, it's going to be the consistent night after night after night after night. Yeah. And we we want to see who who steps up, who's who's going to step up for us tonight. Very good, man. Get that W, and we'll see you after the game. All right, sounds good. Thank you, Plymouth head basketball coach Joel Grindle, and we'll be right back. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought. Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter, and with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialists Larry Falsich or Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth or apply online at www.firstfederalsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured. Equal housing lender. Larry Falstich. NMLS 399950. Gina Howell. NMLS 399951. 
And welcome to Plymouth High School. We're live, Plymouth Pilgrims and the Wawasee Warriors tonight. I'm Rusty Nixon, joined by Nick Cheney, and you get a chance to get on the floor another NLC game. And uh, really, home, well, obviously, homecoming atmosphere. It's a big night here. A lot of a lot of people in the stands, the fans here. Everybody's ready to go. Well, absolutely, Rusty, and, and uh, welcome as well. And yeah, you can kind of feel that it's getting back to the way it used to be. I mean, the, the band is really going. The student section is is full of we've seen it in a long, long time. I mean, they are packed all the way to the top and uh, shoulder to shoulder. So good to see that the students have come out and uh, the band is here. The the crowd is, is kind of rolling in. Um, it seems like every night we get to build a little bit bigger crowd. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with uh, the product that Coach Grindle's putting on the floor. We've got guys that, although we're not winning yet, uh, we're playing in a totally different atmosphere uh, as far as our intensity, uh, the way we're playing, how hard we play. And uh, and people around here appreciate that. And if you haven't came and seen, seen us yet, uh, you need to get here. And uh, if you can't make it in here tonight, certainly next week, uh, when we when we host uh, another NLC match in in, uh, in North uh, Northridge, but uh, tonight it is the game at hand. We do have um, Wallace C. So both teams coming in uh, with four wins. Wallace C's four and seven. We're four and ten. Uh, neither have won in the NLC yet. It's been two years since we've won in the NLC, almost to the date. Uh, in 2020, January 17th, we beat uh, beat Concord, and that's the last NLC game that we won. So. Looking to get back into the win column in the NLC, but also uh, on the regular season as well. But you can continue a streak because we went up and played a, a really, really athletic Elkhart team and uh, and beat them 43-42. So coming off of a win, uh, a really a disappointing uh, Concord game that we probably should have won that game, uh, but rebounded well the next night out. Now we've had a good week of practice and uh, and trying to hook it up here against Wallace C. And you know, I think Joel hit it on the head when he talked to us after the game last Friday night. He said, you know, we found a way to get to this point where we're playing these kind of games. Now we got to figure out a way to take the next step, which is to win these games. Well, and that's absolutely what we did Saturday yeah, night. Exactly. We, uh, we held Elkhart scoreless for the last three minutes of the ball game uh, when we were down about seven or eight and uh, were able to, to hold them scoreless. We closed the gap and then got over the hump at the end and won 43-42 in an absolute barn burner. Is. And as you said, and as Coach Grindle said, uh, that's the next step. you got to be able to win the tight games. On Friday night, we couldn't do that. On Saturday, we were able to do that. And really, I've got to feel that tonight's going to be a tight one, too. The very, um, very equal competition. While we'll see uh, very much ours are probably a little bit younger than us, yeah. uh, which is maybe hard to believe. But uh, they're going to play some freshmen, but they are younger than us. And uh, uh, as I said, both teams have got four wins, and uh, we're playing on our home floor. Certainly the student section has got to be uh, a helping factor tonight, something that uh, although they've been gaining in capacity, they haven't been anywhere near what they are here. I mean, we've probably got four rows deeper in students, so really, really excited to see that those uh, kids are here tonight. The band, uh, as we've talked about almost every night that they're here, just creates a completely different dynamic, uh, whether we're listening to things on the radio or on the speakers. When it becomes live, it's it's much more louder, and, and it just creates a different atmosphere, uh, you know, a high school atmosphere that you can't replicate anywhere else uh, unless you have a band. And, and, uh, and then with, with our band, the way that they uh, – 
the way that they are and, and uh, a really good quality sound comes out, it, it really, really helps and it makes a difference for the players for sure. I, I agree with you. It's always made a difference. I think it makes as big a difference in football. I mean, there's nothing like that high school or college band that's, that's playing during the game. It makes it feel like that kind of a game. Yeah, and if you haven't been here uh, in the last couple of years, they've moved. So they're at the beginning, you know, back in the day, they were up in the corner. Now they're sitting right down here on the floor, and uh, it's even louder uh, when they're when the horns are right there, almost in your ear. So things have really changed here and uh, changing for the better, and we're on the right path. And now we've, uh, as you said, we've got to get over the hump, and we were able to do that Saturday night, and hopefully we can do that again here tonight. You mentioned uh, one thing uh, here already. Wallace C is considerably younger than we are. They'll be starting two freshmen. Now, granted, they're the coaches' kids, so they're going to be at least knowledge of the game, I'm guessing, a year or two ahead of a normal freshman. But they've got two guys, Miles Everingham and Maddox Everingham, the sons twin or the uh, coaches' twin sons. And uh, they'll be two of the starters, Miles 5'11 and uh, Maddox 5'11. Imagine that. Uh, Caden Welty will be another starter. He's a six-foot senior. Uh, they also have Keaton Dukes. Uh, he's been, uh, if you heard Joel talk in the pregame, he's kind of been their guy over the past two or three years. He's 6'3". He's a senior. He's kind of an inside-out guy. He can score from everywhere. He is their leading scorer. They also have Colin Robertson. 6'5", and he's a junior. He'll be uh, rounding out that uh, that starting line. And the one thing you mentioned before the game that I saw as he was walking in, Michael Sheely's going to give it a shot tonight, and that is good news. Yeah, absolutely. You, uh, If you watch the last two games, you, you can really tell the difference that he makes, uh, whether he's on the floor or not, and uh, with his leadership and just some of the intangibles that don't show up on the, on the uh, scores book. He brings to the table, and it'll be good to get him out of here. Now, interestingly enough, we're going to have to pay attention uh, to see how much he really is right. going to play. Obviously, he was taking warm-ups and seemed to be doing all right, so we'll see uh, if he, how he gives it a go, and, in fact, we'll see if he's going to be in the starting lineup. That was an ugly injury a week ago, but he is definitely in uniform, and it appears he is going to be starting. We will have to see how much time he will have on the floor. He'll be joined by Trey Hall, who has been a catalyst to this revival of this team. Davis Ray will join him and Easton Strain, the one-two punch offensively, who have been uh, pretty much trading nights when they're going to carry us. you got Tanner Feast, who has also fallen into a role as a distributor. He's leading the team, I'm sure, in assists. He's had at least six or seven the last three games. So you got a lot of guys who've got some things figured out, and uh, it should be an interesting night tonight. Yeah, it looks like they are going to give uh, the start to Sheely, and uh, we're going to go back with our kind of the guys we've been running with, which is uh, Trey Hall. We're going to go with uh, Davis Ray, Easton Strain, uh, as you said, Tanner Feast, and, and uh, Michael Sheely. So good to see that Michael's going to get back in the starting lineup, and, uh, and, and we'll crank it up. One of the guys that we did not see Friday night was uh, Lennon Creekbaum, and uh, I thought we, although we didn't talk about it in the, in the cast on Friday night, I think we missed him, too, and He's another yeah. one of those guys like uh, Michael Sheely that doesn't bring a lot to the table as far as in the scorers column, but does bring a lot to to the table as far as in actual in-game play and, and his physicalness. And uh, another thing that we needed, when Michael was out, we didn't have Lennon to bring back or behind him, and uh, we were really kind of lost. So good to see that both of those guys are, are back on the floor tonight. 
going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have the opening tip. This is Plymouth Basketball on WTCA. I'm John from Oliver Ford. It seems some businesses expect their customers to do their work, from retail to websites that are anything but helpful. Remember when a tip of the hat conveyed courtesy and respect? At Oliver Ford, we still do. That's why we continue to offer free car washes, free shuttle service, and we'll do the work to find the right vehicle for you. Tired of self-serving businesses making more work for you? Come to Oliver Ford Lincoln in Plymouth, where we still tip our hat to you. U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area's student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules committed to our community. Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at a competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Nick Cheney and Michael Sheely against... Colin Roberson, and Roberson wins it. Wallace C. has a first possession, and we're underway. Roberson gets the pass out near the top of the key. Sheely on him. He'll hand it off to Welty. Caden Welty being guarded by Ray. Now back to Roberson. Tell you, pretty deliberate here. An almost confused look by Wallace C. as a uh, almost slow motion, not really cutting, not really doing a whole lot, but running their offense as much. Uh, Really a weird look to start the game here. We've got two Everingham boys on the floor. I'll be calling Miles and Maddox uh, for them. As Welty brings it back to the middle, gets it to Miles. An interesting tidbit here. Both coaches have coached at Argus High School. So uh, <laughs> that's one thing that you, you can't call too many times in a, in a game. But uh, both coaches have had a tenure at Argus. Welty works to the right. Now come back to the middle. Another interesting point, the assistant coach, Hoffert, his freshman son is on the varsity roster as well. So, got three coaches' kids. That one by Maddox off the front of the rim. Rebound by Welty. He'll put it up. Can't make it roll in. Gets his own rebound. Trey Hall. Hall gets a foul. Absolutely hammers him on the low block. But uh, a whole lot of arm there, and they're going to send 14 to the line, which is Welty, as you said. Welty's a lefty, which is really why – Hall got so much arm. I don't know that he knew that at Welty was a, a lefty and it came up with the left side rather than the right. And Trey kind of got caught off on the right, on the wrong side. No pun intended. Caden <laughs> Welty gets the first free throw. And the second one is up. That one's good as well. And Wallace C on the board first, two to nothing. 
Just underway, Plymouth with their first possession. Trey Hall bring it across, works the right side, has Sheely popping out. Hey, we got to take care of the ball, Rusty. That was one thing that really was uh, that we did a really bad job with against Concord. We had way too many turnovers, especially in that second quarter, and that was really the demise of the game. So got to put four quarters of taking care of the basketball here tonight. Strain up to Hall. Off the screen is Ray. He'll take it baseline. Double team cut off. Gets it back to Sheely. He'll dribble it to the middle and hand it back to Hall. Strain comes out, gets it. Now gives it back to Hall. He'll take the three off the back of the rim. Rebound by Sheely. And he'll try to oh, get yeah. it over to Feast. Great pass, great catch, great bucket. Tell you, really good body strength by uh, Feast. Cause had a guy on his back and just really bullied him to get that ball and put it up on the glass for the bucket. Tied at two. Right side, it goes to Welty. He'll dribble it back to the middle. Looking for a cutter. He's got Maddox entering him. Works to the middle, has it knocked away. Now recovers it at the top of the key. Ray on him. Popping out is uh, Dukes. His shot up, no good. Strain will get the rebound, but they're going to say it hit the, what, what is that, the Stanyard? Well, that one was actually the cord. Oh, but, okay. Uh, yeah, the Stanyard <laughs> is the metal pieces. All right. You taught me that a number of years yep. ago. I'm trying to remember it. i yep. got to use that in a sentence at some point. I like it. 526 to play. If he's off a screen in the right corner, Back top of the key to Ray, runs into Hall. He'll get the ball back. Now Sheely with it, top of the key. Ray on the right side, nowhere to go. He'll give it up to Feast, over to Strain. Takes a dribble, decides better of it, kicks to Sheely. Corner to Ray, he'll take the three. Off the front of the rim, Feast contends for it, but the ball goes out of bounds. And it'll belong to Wallace C, tied at two now. Tell you, folks, if you like to watch motion basketball, uh, you, you'll enjoy tonight's game. Both teams are really running the same offense. Uh, a lot of screening, the big guys stepping up to swing the basketball and a whole bunch of down screens and cross screens and flare screens, and that's uh, what you're going to get from both teams tonight. Baseline, Welty working on Feast, cut off, kicks in the corner. Three-pointers up and good by Maddox Everingham. So 5-2 uh, to two now, Wallace C with the lead. Trey Hall working with it on the right side. Needs help after he kills his dribble. Gets it to Ray. Strain top of the key. Turns and faces. He'll take it to the left side now. Comes back to the middle of the feast. Nobody there. He'll drive it right side of the lane. Kicks to Sheely. Goes oh, up. Can't of, hit it. Feast with the rebound. Ray for a three. Off the back of the rim and rebound will come down to Roberson. A lot of physical play underneath, and now Trey Hall going to pick up number two. Yeah, when Sheely went up for the layup, a whole bunch of body by Roberson, and uh, he gets away with it, and then uh, maybe a little ticky-tacky there at the end to clean things up with the foul, but uh, probably one that should have been called him much earlier and only other shade of color jerseys, in my opinion. Jay Finlinson will come on for Wawasee. They lead it five to two, yeah. four minutes. Lark was trying to check in. They didn't get that done. So uh, Hall is going to have to take care of himself. He's already got two fouls. He uh, can't afford, at least personally himself, can't afford to get one here and go to the bench for the rest. But uh, Wawasee is going to call out a set here and almost go into a stall. as Nobody was moving for about four seconds there. Same thing here as well. Welty gets a pick finally from uh, Finlinson. Now dribbling out near the timeline on Hall. He'll kick it over. It's actually two of four corners. Yep. They've spread it all completely out. 
Miles gets the pass, gets it over to Welty on the right side. They're running the old Iowa, which is uh, kind of a double stagger, and then the one guy jumps up and pops up, and then they just go back into their stall. Feast knocked it away momentarily, can't run it down. They get it into the corner to uh, Maddox. He can't hit it, and Sheely comes away with the board. Plymouth up quickly. Strain alone in the corner, can't hit it. And Welty will come away with a rebound. Ice cold shooting right now from both teams. Miles Everingham with it. Trey Hall on him. Three minutes to play in the first. He'll switch off. Maddox with it. Welty on the right side waiting for somebody to come open. Not much movement. So he'll dribble it back to the center. Hey, you say ice cold shooting, but uh, we've shot the ball four times, Rusty, and they've shot the ball four times. And uh, we've got... We've, we've got seven points on the board, but we've played eight, uh, five minutes and just not a lot of shots being taken. A lot of, uh, a lot of motion offense. I just got ran over. Holy cow. Well, hit it. Two points for him. That's five in the night already. Yeah, Trey just got ran over. The ref put his arm up but never blew his whistle and uh, didn't call the foul. Strain had a look at three. Thinks better of it. Gets hammered underneath. Man, man, man. And a rebound by Ray will be good. They're obviously going to let him play tonight. Miles brings it across. He'll look over to the left side as Welty pop out and get it. Ray on him. Now he'll drive to the block, kicks all the way over to the opposite corner. Boy, somebody's going to have to find Maddox Everingham. He just hit another one. That's two of them. And Plymouth trails at 10-4, minute 47. Sheely, right side to Ray. He'll take the baseline, cut off at the block, double team, makes it anyway. Forces his way in there, gets a bucket, 10-6. Minute 30 to play here in the first quarter. Plymouth trails it. Wallace C brings it across with Miles Everingham. Maddox gets it on the right side. Now Finlinson hands it back to Maddox. He'll work to the center and give it up to Miles on the left side. Looking in the middle. And Trey Hall's going to pick Man, up number is, three. What's he doing? I don't know. That's going to put him on the bench for a long time. He's got three here in the first quarter. Yeah, just a, not a very smart play. I mean, the, the, the kid wasn't even really trying to do anything, and he just slapped him right on the hand. That was uh, Miles Everingham, but my goodness, you got right to know, yeah, know what's going on, Trey. Jeez, you're the only one that's fouled in this game, and you've had three of them, <laughs> and two of them were playing his day. <laughs> well, the- We'll dribble it back to the middle. Zane Lark comes on for him, and then Creekbaum on for Sheely. Right side, Welty with a long three, nothing but net. And this is getting away quick. Welty, 13-6 with about uh, just under a minute to go. Pilgrims are back into the front court. Ray's got it here on the left wing right in front of us, and he's going to get a drive to the bucket. Wow. They got a foul on it. Going to call that on the floor. <laughs> Clearly, he was up in the air, but uh, called on the floor. So the Pilgrims can get out underneath their own bucket. Again, 13 6. Pilgrims trail with 49 seconds left to go here in the first. Ray kicks it in. Creek Bomb able to corral it. He gets a beautiful pass to strain underneath in a bucket. Great pass from Creek Bomb. A great little set by the Pilgrims on out of bounds under. Strain with his first bucket of the night, and we cut the lead to uh, to five. 13-8 with uh, just under 30 seconds left, and Welty's into the front court. He gets picked gets by Ray. Ray, and Holy man, I was going to say, that has to be a foul. No. Welty trying to uh, 
punch it away, but it's on the floor. And a lot of contact. You almost got to be questioned uh, intentional foul with, with as much open floor that was in front of him. And clearly he was trying to prevent Ray from taking it all the way in for a, a wide-open, uncontested layup. But they uh, don't see it that way. Welty gets his first foul. He's going to go to the bench with 28 seconds. The Pilgrims are going to get it out, side out here and going to go into the backcourt to Lark, and uh, we're going to give her a roll here at the end, Rusty. Right side, Creekbaum pops out and gets it. He'll bring it towards the middle. Now he's got to find somebody, and he'll get it to strain. Ray with it. He'll work to the paint. Ooh, ooh, he'll shoot ooh, it up. Ooh, he'll bury ooh, it. And Davis Ray just forces his way in there and creates a shot. Back to within three, 13-10. And nobody stops the basketball. Oh, my God. What a play by Easton Strain to step in there and take the charge and take a bucket off the board. Absolutely. I'm not so sure we had our feet set there, but they did call it that way. And uh, as you said, a, a turnover with the with the charge. We're going to get into the front court. Ray from half court. Ooh, the buzzer is just a little off to the left, and that'll end the first period. So Plymouth fights back to within three. It is 13 to 10. Wawasee will come back with quarter number two after this. Hi, I'm John Oliver. We love our customers, and we work hard to prove it every day. Buy a car, get free car washes for the life of that car. When your car needs service, we provide a new loaner at no charge. Plus, we give you a complimentary alignment check each time we service your car. That increases tire life. And when you do need tires, we sell them at the lowest price guaranteed. Feel the love at Oliver Ford Lincoln and Plymouth. When you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Quarter play. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon, Nick Cheney, 1310 Wawasee, and uh, Plymouth will have it out of the quarter break. And a real quick rundown on the scoring for the Pilgrims. Ray's got six points, Easton's got a bucket, and Tanner's got a bucket. That's our 10 points. Uh, as you said, Rusty, we really climbed back in there. As you said, it was starting to gap on us, and we go on a uh, a 6 0 run here to cut it to three points, and uh, we're going to get the ball at the start of the quarter two and we're going to get an easy layup by Lennon a good shot fake at the free throw line a two dribble left-handed onto the block and got a nice wide open layup and we cut it to one here to start the third uh, start the second Greek bomb with a bucket Wallace with a basketball they lead by one Maddox Everingham gets it off to Dukes he'll take it to the baseline oh, nobody wow, there. Just throws wow, it out wow. the middle Creek bomb will run it down, lay it up, can't hit, doesn't even hit the rim on Man, the way. It looks like his leg got yeah. out from under him. He didn't he went to jump, but he didn't jump and yeah. kind of hobbling around a little bit. It looked like something may have wow. happened. That's the first turnover in this game. And now we have Weston Hofford on the floor. He's a freshman. He's the son of the assistant coach. Dukes will bring it back to Maddox Everingham. He'll take the baseline, puts it up. I'll tell you what, he is a scorer. That's a heck of a play. Just goes to the baseline, elevates and scores it. 
Zane Lark brings it across from Plymouth. We will probably not see Trey Hall till the second half. He's on the bench with three fouls. On the baseline, Ray cut off, needs help, One gets it to Lark. Pass. Beast for three. Off the rim. Lark will... Yep, that one off of a 20, that one off of Hofer. Going to go into the corner. Lark wisely lets it go out of bounds, and we're going to retain possession. He would have probably had to end up uh, either right on the line or save it. Uh, wisely just let it go out of bounds. And although it went out of bounds, we're going to have to take it out in the dead corner, which is really probably the toughest spot on the floor to take it out of bounds. But uh, looks like we're going to throw it all the way across. Lennon Creek Bomb elevates, gets it. Yeah, interesting. We had two open passes, and we made the hard one, but we get a great backdoor cut out of it, a great pass. And as you said, our leading passer, probably our best passer, Tanner Feast, with a great backdoor cut to Ray, and uh, he finds him for an easy layup. 15-14, Dukes in the middle, catch to Maddox. Hey, that goes in. Oh, man. That was a heat check right there. I'm taking him to Vegas. He is on fire right now. Yeah, that was a heat check. That is incredible. That was from way downtown. Ray takes a baseline, gets forced, takes it back out to Feast. Takes it to the middle, corner to Strain. He'll drive it to the block, pulls it through, and we're going to have a whistle and a foul before the shot. Well, we talked off air, Rusty, and uh, my prediction is that this is going to get crazy. I don't know that these refs are uh, up for what they're faced with, and I think that as the game goes on, especially late in the fourth quarter, uh, it's going to be kind of ridiculous in my <laughs> That's my prediction. We'll see. Hopefully things don't transpire that way, but there has been a couple calls both ways, called and not called, uh, that have been kind of crazy in my opinion. Bart to Creek Bomb on the inbound. Now Strain with it. He's being guarded by Dukes, has Lark off the pick, and it's going to be an offensive foul on Beast. Gotta get him on a moving screen, it looks like. It didn't start that way, but it ended that way. I happen to be looking right at it. He started the pick standing there and then turned and started to walk before he got off of it. And they they're gonna call that every time. 18-14, 5-37 to play in the half. Welty. Oh, great pass oh, to missed it. Dukes, and he misses the lay in Creek Bomb with the rebound. Plymouth back with it. Feast. As Lark trailing, he'll bring it across to Ray. Takes the drive to the block and can't hit the layup, but he gets fouled on the way. Tell you, really good control by Davis. He went hard, uh, then kind of slowed almost into slow motion as he did that. The help side left, yep. and then he reaccelerated and was able to lay it up. He didn't get it to go because he got hammered, but uh, really good body control and Speed control by Davis, and uh, where we like to see him is at the free throw line, and he makes that first one. He's got nine points already. Toby Walters will come on for Plymouth, and uh, Sheely will also come back to the floor. Five five twenty one to go here before halftime. Fifteen eighteen. Ray Doesn't rattles that one out, and uh, in. so Dukes, Dukes comes. Come, yeah, Dukes comes down with the rebound, and back he's going to go and bring it into the front court. We're going to run their offense now. He'll look for a pet cutter. He's got Welty on the left side. Uh, yeah, left side. Guarded by Strain. Brings it back to the right. Oh, yeah. Stolen by Feast. He's off oh, to the race. That has to be intentional. That's, that has to be intentional. You're behind gonna him. Going to be a foul on Miles Everton. You're behind him. He's going in for a wide open layup, and you reach out and grab his jersey. I mean, I don't know how that's not intentional. It prevents a wide open bucket. We will have it in 
And Fiesel hit Walters out at the timeline, 18-15, 4.56. Right side, Ray works it back to the middle, cut off, gets it on the block to Strain. Nice pass in there. Strain knocked around. He'll get the ball over the other block to Walters, but, boy, he got hammered in there. Turnover for Plymouth. That's their first. Really a turnover-free game. Yeah, with both teams, I, I got them for both teams with one, I believe. Welty hands it off to Everingham. Now Miles Everingham with it. Looking for Dukes to post up. He's got Sheely there on the block. Turns and tries to come back. Oh, wide open on the baseline oh, is Finlinson. And they're going to get Easton Strain with a foul. What we'll see is kind of gone into more of an open five around none, which you see a lot of the teams running these days, and they've kind of gotten away from the, the screening motion offense that they ran in the first quarter. So an interesting uh, change of, of plans for them, and to me it was, it was pretty effective. They were getting all the threes they wanted, but uh, they have changed their game plan and run a little bit more of a, a wide open cutting offense here in the second quarter. Misses the second one. Feast comes down with the rebound, and we're into the front court. Ray from rattles it in and out. Kobe yeah, Walters is going to pick up the foul. He shoved Maddox Everingham uh, on that Rover rebound, so he'll pick up the foul. Ray couldn't hit it. It rolled all the way around the rim and wouldn't go down. 19-15 the score. Wallacey with a lead here. 4-13 to play in the first half. Gaden Wellsey will bring it across. And uh, Davis Ray waiting for him. He'll come across to the right side. Kind of looked like they were going to trap out high and then didn't. Now Sheely guarding Welty. And he's all over it. Pass goes over to Finland. There they trap after and the first one. Down in the corner, Maddox Everingham. Finally misses one, and yeah. Strain comes away with the rebound. Not a very good defensive effort by Walters, though. He left, uh, hit, left the only guy that can shoot open. Now he's got to recognize who the guy is that can shoot the basketball on the floor, and you know where he is. Well, you talk about red hot. I would, yeah, I mean, 34, I would, you and I know. He's, <laughs> I, would, I would have somebody on every <laughs> half when he's sitting on the bench. Absolutely. Sheely has it, takes it to the block, and he gets fouled. Yeah, he puts there. 30 on his shoulder and takes him right up with him, and uh, they're going to get uh, Finlandson on the on the uh, foul, and he takes the brunt of it as uh, those big shoulders of Sheely just took him and took him for a ride. So Michael will go to the free throw line. Good to see him back out. That was an ugly injury. Misses a free throw. Yeah, you got what they call a, a mid-ankle sprain, which is basically down on your foot sprain. I didn't even realize you could sprain down there, but uh, the whole right side, of, or I don't even know what foot it was, but the whole side of his foot was all black and blue and pretty nasty looking, but uh, somehow, some way, he's able to get her to go tonight. Well, it's got to be the shoes. He's got a new pair of shoes, so that made all the difference. Hits the free throw there on number two, 1916. I was just thinking it was homecoming. <laughs> That could be, too. I guess oh, that, that is going to have to be over and back. Yeah, I was going to say. Coach Everingham Coach Everingham is trying to – he's lobbying for yeah, it. Yeah, but, but that I was – I think he's going to get it. That was not the uh, – that was not the way I saw it either. <laughs> Went right off his own kid's foot. Literally he, his own kid. Be a turnover. And so Plymouth will have it back. They trail by three, 304 and a half. 
Kobe Walters will bring it into the front court, gets it off the feast. He goes towards the middle, cut off. He'll get it back to Walters. Strain pops out to feast at the free throw line. He'll back up and get it to Walters off a screen. Long three, no good. And Dukes comes down with a rebound. That's his second. And Wawasee has it back. He'll drive it into the paint. And offensive foul. Boy, there was a lot of contact before the foul. But Sheely steps in there and takes the charge. And that's going to be a foul on Dukes. They are letting them play underneath. That is absolutely for sure. 237 to play, half, uh, 237 to play in the half, 1916. Wallace C leads it. Kobe Walters will bring it across. Looking right side, he's got Davis Ray. Takes it to the block, double team, feast, top of the key. Walters with a shot fake. We'll give it up to Sheely. Strain with a nice catch on the pass. Gets it to Sheely, turns and looks at the free throw line. Now feast. Ray will take Ooh. it. Off the front of the rim, and who's that going to be on? That's going to be on Dukes. Dukes. On a hold, it looks like. I don't know that I saw that. No, 34. Maddox Everingham. I didn't see him even near the play. I agree. Actually, yeah, I I thought that should have been on 24. They called on 34, and that's an issue for Wallace C. That's his third foul. He's coming off, too. Pleading his case to his dad, he didn't think he was fouled, and neither the two of us agree. I saw Dukes near the play. I didn't see him anywhere near it. I got to tell you, I'll take it all day, though, (laughs) is uh, sending the red-hot shooter to the bench. uh, I'm all for that. That's not a bad deal. He'll probably, well, we won't see him the rest of the half for sure. Walters misses the second after hitting the first, and Roberson will come away with a rebound. So 17-19, two minutes to go here before half. Wallace's got their uh, leading scorer on the bench, which is Everingham. He's got 13, 13 of their 18, and they're going to have to play without him for the rest of the half as he's got three fouls. Felger has it. He'll give it up to Dukes with a long three. Off the front of the rim, Caden Ellery on the floor gets the rebound. Gets it up to Walters. Ray thought about it, gave it up, cross court to Easton Strain, he's going to be called for the travel. A little stutter step shuffle before he puts it on the floor. That is a travel. Everybody on Wallace C was assisting the uh, the uh, <laughs> coach, the refs there as it was right in front of their bench, but uh, it was. And interesting now, they're going to go a little offense-defense. They're going to bring uh, Maddox Everingham back in. He's got three fouls. I would say for us, if we can recognize that, I would yeah, just take right. it right at right. him. Just right. run right through him all, if we get the ball offensively. If he goes down with four fouls, they've got some serious, serious yep. issues. Well, I'm sure that's why they've got him back out there. The only thing they could do is try and hold the ball for the next minute and a half, and uh, that's kind of what looks like they're going to do. But Miles Everingham steps up and buries a 15-footer. Well, that's his brother. That's his twin brother. He hits a little 15-footer, as you said, and uh, – now, here we come. Let's see if we take it right at him. Right side strain, top of the key to Sheely. He's guarding Walters, so Walters would have to be the guy that drives it on him. Kobe has it, gives it up to Sheely. Right side to Walters. Now strain. Just inside a minute seconds. now. Ray will take the three. Misses Man, it. And he can't find Rebound one Rebound comes down to Roberson. And Screaming for a foul, I don't Oh, we left him wide open. And wide open. Wide open in the corner. Everingham finally misses again. Strain with a rebound. Needs help. Gets it up to Ray. Ray down quickly. Caden Ellery all alone. He'll lay it up and in. 
Good court vision by Ray to see Ellery all the way down and 21-19 now, 30 seconds to play. Welty working baseline. Ellery forces him down once doing? again. I think so. It's the second time they've done that. I'm getting a feeling somebody's supposed to be in that spot. Uh, it almost has to be. I mean, they're not even turning and looking. They're just no. literally launching it out there. Uh, and it's been to the same exact spot from the same exact spot. Yeah, and, and that spot is it's not on the wing and it's not on the top of the key. Uh, it's not on the elbow, but it's kind of somewhere in between. And they just launch it. And so the ball actually crosses half court at the out of bounds line at the same time. And uh, as you said, I, I they've got to have some sort of a, a play where that's where you're supposed to be because they're not even looking for it. Six seconds. Oh, great Ray shot, with a nice move. Gets a nice shot. Come on, Can't Michael. Can't make it hit. Baby. And Sheely will go up Good for the rebound, job. and they're going to get a foul here. Yeah, he really battled in there. He actually tipped it, and they're going to give him two shots on the shot. Regardless, that was the uh, Warriors' 10th team foul, so he'd get two fouls anyway, or two shots anyways, but really working a great job on the backside was Michael, and he's uh, going to get rewarded at the line here. Can't hit it. Short. short. He's one of three on the line tonight. Lennon Creek Bomb will come back for Easton Strain. 2.1 seconds left to go here. Pilgrims trail by two right before halftime. Michael, here comes the second one, and that one's up short, short as well. Lennon Creek Bomb gets himself a foul. He tried to keep it alive, but gets a foul over the back instead. So Sheely won for four from the line. The and bonus. now you're going to come back to the other side and shoot free throws with 1.4 seconds. Yeah. That'll make your coach happy. Yeah, but I would be I would be talking with Coach Grindle, too. They're going to make somebody else shoot the free throw. This is a great job by Coach Grindle. Uh, of course, Wallace C. wants to put uh, Dukes at the line, who's probably their best free throw shooter. Coach Grindle wants a... Uh, Felger, who's probably their worst guy out there. So uh, a good job by Coach Grinnell to get him to go to the line. And the he bought, the uh, refs bought that hook, line, and sinker, and he does miss it. Roberson with the rebound, but he won't be able to get anything off before the buzzer goes. And so that will end the first half. We have played two quarters, and we have a score of 21-19. Wall will see with the lead at halftime. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's Plymouth Basketball on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. Are you in pain from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board-certified and fellowship-trained surgeons Dr. Lisa Ronback and Dr. Jeffrey Sheedy at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574-223-9525, and come to expect the best. Today is a great time to look at the track you've had your eye on. So stop in at MasterTech in Plymouth to look over and test drive one of the new Montana tractors. With a three-year warranty, Montana tractors are built for a rugged, reliable performance. Pound for pound, they're today's best buy in utility and compact tractors. Plus, you can match your tractor to a wide range of American-made Montana implements. See MasterTech in Plymouth and check out the model that's right for you.
TCP, the complete printer at 1920 Jim New Drive in Plymouth, offers 30-plus years of experience printing for individuals, businesses, and corporations. TCP can personalize stationary business cards, pamphlets, brochures, and more with custom designs and layouts. TCP is the area's full-service four-color printer, offering quality offset and letterpress printing. Whether you need invitations, forms, tickets, small or large quantities of digital copies in black and white or color, the complete printer, TCP in Plymouth, is the right choice. U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area's student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules committed to our community. For all of your auto parts needs, stop by Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts at 500 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Hoffman's, a family-owned business since 1929, is affiliated with Federated Auto Parts. Whether you need oil and filter for an oil change or a new transmission, Hoffman Brothers will make sure you get the right parts and service you need. Stop by 500 West Jefferson Street in the old Oliver Ford dealership and check out Hoffman Brothers' new location. Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, open six days a week. For Glenn. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Nick Cheney, and they're uh, going through the. Now, you were homecoming king, weren't you? Uh, no. Really? <laughs> no. You seem like the homecoming king type. I, I, I just, that, that shocks me. Yeah, okay. That shocks me. Uh, but anyway, that's what's going on as, as we are uh, here at halftime. 21 to 19, the score. Wallace C with the lead. And this has been what you probably would expect. Two teams that are, I, I got to say, they're very similar in almost every aspect. Very young, four and seven, trying to turn some things around after some lean years. It's same same boat we're in, and both teams playing the same way, extremely hard and extremely aggressive. Yeah, and both teams are, are doing what they do. And uh, offensively, they're both running their offenses. They, uh, you know, neither defense has really made them do anything else uh, out of the norm. Uh, we've got, uh, according to the stats here, they've got seven turnovers. We've got three, so we have turned them over a little bit more than uh, they've turned us over. But uh, both teams have, have stayed disciplined in their offense and, and done what they want to do. And and uh, with Wallace, they want to shoot three uh, through the three-point ball. They've, they're four of ten. Uh, Maddox Everingham's got three of those four uh, three-pointers. And uh, for Pilgrims, we've shot the ball really atrociously. You look at it, we're 0 of 9 from three-point land, and we're still in the basketball game. So uh, something that we've been able to uh, to handle with and turn them over seven times has a really big part of that. Um, and if 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 we if it's not going to fall from the outside, and, and Davis has uh, got uh, five of those nine misses, uh, he's just going to have to probably give up on the three and just drive the basketball. And and the good news for us is he's had a heck of a lot of success, success when he does it. He's four or five from the two-point land, and uh, all but one of those has been right around the rim, and he's been able to get him to go. Um, he's got nine of our 19. Uh, we've got a couple of other guys, uh, a handful of guys with two or one point. Um, but to be in the game and, and not make a three-pointer, uh, you, you got to really be – uh, sitting there happy with where you're sitting at at halftime. 
especially when we've taken as many as we've taken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and the other part of that equation is both teams have been really pretty much one shot. There haven't been a lot of offensive rebounds. Yeah, and the other team is is made four three pointers. So uh, you know, there's there's twelve points on four shots. So uh, that's. Uh, something where the game can kind of get away from you. And, and that's exactly what almost happened in the first quarter. Yeah. Rusty, you talked about it uh, as we closed out the first quarter. They really gapped the game on us. They got it to seven or eight, uh, but we were able to draw her tight there right before right before the uh, end of the horn at the first quarter and got it to one and then uh, – or sorry, got it to three and then came out of the timeout and got or, and got a bucket there and cut it to one, and now we're right back in it. And as you said, we've, we've played pretty good defense. Uh, and and really good job on on the defensive glass. They've given they've got uh, uh, three offensive rebounds. Uh, we've got six, and uh, they've got ten defensive rebounds to our seven. Of course, we've we've missed more than they have, so uh, the opportunities for them is a little bit higher than us uh, as far as the rebounding goes on the defensive end. We haven't seen a lot out of Eastern Strain so far in this first half. You got to believe that that's going to be a point of, of emphasis as we come back into the second half. Is getting him the ball a little more often. He really hasn't had a lot of touches in this first. Yeah, half. I think clearly what's going on is is they're focusing on him and saying, "Ray, if you can beat us, go ahead and beat us. We're not going to let Easton Strain beat us." So every time Easton's catching it, uh, of course the guy that's guarding him is right on him, but the second guy is is shadow and he's right there. So. If Easton puts a ball on the floor, there's nowhere for him to go. Uh, and alternatively, Davis has got uh, all the space in the world with what he wants. It's just pretty much him and, and another guy one-on-one because they're putting so much emphasis uh, there on strain. And uh, a, a good game plan, but uh, fortunately from the Pilgrims, Davis has proven this year that he can uh, put us on his shoulders and, and, uh, and put up a lot of points, and that's probably what we're going to have to have here in the second half. Some pretty good news is that it appears this team is very flexible. We lost Michael Sheely last week, still continued to play very good basketball. First half here, we lost Trey Hall, who's been kind of a catalyst here in the last five or six games. He went down with three fouls, and once again, we were able to hold serve at least. Yeah, you know, one of the things that we haven't seen uh, is any pressure, and my goodness, Trey Hall has done a fabulous job this year of being the guy that, that runs the point and handles the pressure. And uh, so to say that we don't need him tonight, uh, I wouldn't say that. But there's been times that if a game is going to go where, he, where he's going to get levied to the bench, this is probably one of those where uh, we don't need that, that prototypical point guard, which we right. certainly did need uh, last Saturday night. Yep. He did a great job with it. Um, but, uh, you know, for him, he's just got to be a little bit smarter, especially when you got two fouls. Uh, you, you can't be out there 25 feet from the basketball hoop trying to slap balls in a guy's hands right in front of the of the official, and that's how he picked up his third. Uh, on the other side, though, on the flip side, the Everingham kid, the guy that's on fire, Maddox Everingham, he's got 13 points. He's uh, hit three three-pointers. He's got three fouls as well, so yeah. if we can work to him and, and get him into foul trouble even further with the fourth foul here early on, that really will change the dynamics of this game because, uh, you know, he's really proven that he's about the only guy they got that can score up until this point. I, I do believe that uh, Dukes uh, can score the basketball. We've seen him in, him in the past, uh, in years past, score the basketball. And, but uh, as of right now, we've held him at bay. Um, I had you just, want me, to, you just want me no, to keep you going? Go ahead and keep going. I, I had a point I was going to make, but uh, as you can tell, I'm, I'm an old man <laughs> uh, who forgets all kinds of things all yeah, the time. I, I will tell you here, um, 
we've done a pretty poor job of 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 locating Maddox Everingham. Yeah. Uh, that's that's probably the one the biggest uh, bugaboo that I see coming out of the halftime is we just uh, several of his shots have and he's missed a couple of them have been just completely wide open uh, because we don't recognize where he is on the floor. That's exactly what happened in the Valley game. And yeah. uh, it really, really came back to burn us. Uh, they had a guy that was extremely hot. And for the whole game, we couldn't figure out where he was. And uh, although he was shooting it straight and put it in the hole, uh, he had an awful lot of uh, wide open looks. And that's what we've given Maddox here tonight as well. If you want to get him, I, now I remember what I was going to say. If you want to get Everingham or anybody in foul trouble, we got two guys that can do it. You just mentioned Davis Ray going to the basket has had an, a very good night. Easton Strand is just as good. You know, the two guys you got to look to to maybe take the ball to the basket a little more than, than settling for that shot. Right, yeah. And, and you got to give uh, Coach Everingham some some props to, of, of his matchups. He's matching up Maddox with uh, a guy that's probably not going to drive the ball. And uh, uh, we, we just got to recognize recognize the game and understand that, well, this guy's got three fouls. He's not going to. Uh, he's not going to foul me. Maybe I'm not really a driver, but maybe I can put it on the floor and maybe take it right at him and then back dribble off if he plays good defense. If he doesn't, maybe I can bait the officials into getting a foul and uh, and getting him out of the game. And uh, there at the end of the second quarter, we had uh, Walters on him, and that was probably when that would have been a good opportunity for, for Kobe to, to maybe just put his head down and run and see if he could get one on him. And, right. uh, and if that wasn't there, just back dribble out and, and run your offense. But uh, – at least take an opportunity to give the official an opportunity to call a foul on him. Just about ready to start the second half here. I'll take a moment to mention that the uh, JV lost earlier, 56-52. You were here for that. I was here for that. They appeared to almost be out of it and then ran back into the thing, making it. They had a shot at it at the end, and Preston Wolf had 26 points in that game. He had a, He was on fire. Yeah, absolutely. He was on fire. He's six of eight from three-point land, four of seven from the two-point field goals, and as you said, 26 points, and really down the stretch carried us and uh, shot us right back into the ball game. and uh, a valiant effort by by those guys for sure. Wallace C with the ball out of the t- uh, break, and Miles Everingham takes a three. That's Can't over the back, it. 24. And oh, no. Double foul you on who? It. And that's going to be on Hall. Unbelievable. What is that? That is a terrible call. So Roberson and Hall will get a double foul. Meanwhile, the uh, I haven't seen that yeah. in twenty years. Yeah. Meanwhile, the the Wallace C kid is all over our back twenty four Dukes, and they don't let that. They don't call that at all. It was so bad that the ref has got to come in and ask what the heck's going on. The senior official, uh, the one that we've seen before, and both of us recognize and know that he's uh, pretty seasoned. The other two, we're still trying to figure out. Who, if we've seen him I'm before. still thinking I know this guy here. I think I've seen him before. But I'm not in charge of uh, referee relations like Tony Plotho. He'd know all these guys. Kobe Walters will bring it across for Plymouth 21-19. Lob underneath. Strain gets his man in the air. And now we're going to get a foul on Welty. That'll be number three on him. Strain got the ball down low, had a good shot fake, got his man in the air, and Welty came in and fouled him, kept him from scoring it, but he'll go to the free throw line. And the first one is up and good by Easton. First time there tonight. 
He'll get number two here, 21-20. Just underway here in the second half. Second one is up. That one's good. Easton's got two in the first quarter, and now he's got two here in the third. That's four points, and uh, good to see him on the board early as uh, he was pretty silent in the first half. Kobe Walters will come onto the floor. And oh, yeah. Melty Turnover kicks it out of bounds. Straight dribbled it off his foot out of bounds. Good uh, ball pressure by Davis and uh, another turnover by Wallacey. Tied at 21 here. I got to tell you, almost every game I've seen for the last three weeks, first four minutes in the third quarter decides the game. We got to, I would say that probably was discussed at halftime. We got to come out hot. Sheely with it, top of the key. Walters off a screen, looking into the inside. He is being guarded by Everingham. Pass up top, off a screen. He'll drive it. Oh, there Walters we go. Walters goes yeah. to the bucket, lays it up and in. Kobe. Nice that was, and then that was it. I mean, he put the ball exactly. on the floor. Maddox didn't want to guard him because he didn't want to follow him. He left him go right to the hole. Good job by Walters to finish at the goal. Plymouth with their first lead of the night, 23-21 at 644 here in the third. Dukes will take it to the baseline. Cut oh, yeah, off and sure. Ray with the interception on the pass. Dribbles into traffic and gets bailed out with a foul. That's going to be on Finlinson. That's going to be three on him. Things are really starting to mount for Wallace C. Finlinson's got three. Everingham, Maddox Everingham's got three. And Welty's got three. I would say uh, Welty is their point guard. That's a, a blow to him. And obviously with uh, Everingham and uh, three fouls, too, he's going to have to watch things. Strange somehow saves that pass. Sheely got it knocked away, but Easton with a great job to keep it in Plymouth hands. Everyham continues to guard uh, Walters. Short jumper. Strain able to bounce it in. 25-21 now. Plymouth with the lead. 6-0-9 here in the third quarter. Miles Everyham will bring it across. Walters on him off the pick. Dukes left side. He'll dribble it back to the middle. Gives it up to Finlinson. Turns and faces off the pick comes Maddox. He'll dribble it to the right side. Kicks it to Brother Miles. He'll take it to the baseline. Cut off there by Feast. Double teamed in the corner. Finlinson couldn't handle the pass. Miles Everingham was trapped in the corner, had to get rid of it, and just threw it right at Finlinson's feet. He didn't have a chance. Yeah, you turnover. You're, I was gonna say the same thing. It wasn't his fault with they couldn't catch it. That was a bad pass. Hit him right on the foot and knocked it out of bounds. 25-21, Plymouth with the ball. Peace. Oh, 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 oh yeah. I don't know how he threaded that in there. He did. Comes out and then gets it back. Peace made a pass down on the block. It was knocked away, stolen by Finlinson. He stole it right back. Yeah, they literally had all five guys around Easton there as they are really double and triple teaming him every time he gets the basketball. When Tanner tried to thread the needle and just almost did. As it is, it was a turnover. So 25-21, Plymouth has it back. Ray, Walters on the left side, gives it to Sheely. All the way right to There we strain. go, there we go. It's on the baseline. Yes. Spin move, yeah, lays it in, he's straight. You can just see it coming. We step the big guy up. That draws everybody away, and it's one-on-one. And with Easton going one-on-one against these guys, I got to – I got a lot of hope that that's going to end up at the bottom of the goal, and that's exactly what happened there. There's nobody that can handle him on Wallace C one-on-one. Maddox takes it to the paint. Has to kick it over to Brother Miles for three. In and out. Walters, ooh, that was dangerous. 
I know that's going to be a foul. It was not intended. Finlinson found himself on the ground. Walters went up for the rebound and got it. And, boy, that was a dangerous moment as he came down on top of Finlinson. If he'd fallen backwards, that could have been bad news. Yeah, absolutely. We're lucky that uh, Matt, or, uh, that uh, Walters landed on one of his foot, one of his feet and wasn't because he was really close to landing on nothing, and that was going to end up on his back. Right. Uh, so probably a, a really unfortunate foul, but it was a foul, and that's Finlinson's fourth. So things are really gathering up for Wawasee in the foul column now. Take a sh- short break as Wawasee takes a timeout. It's 27-21 Plymouth back after this. If you're running your own business, you need a professional email address, not one of those freebies. A proper email address is critical in developing your business brand. Talk to the professionals at AFIUS for a complete email package designed around you and your business needs. We offer business class email from Microsoft, Google, and our very own cloud mail solution. Call 574-936-9644 or visit us online at AFIUS.com. That's A-P-H-E-U-S.com. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon and Nick Cheney. It's 27-21 Plymouth as Wallacey took a timeout. Plymouth will have it out of that timeout. As you said, fouls starting to mount up to some really key people on that Wallacey roster. Yeah, you got Welty, who's their point guard. He's got three fouls. You've got uh, Finlayson, who is probably like a four guard for him. Uh, not a whole bunch of size, but has been playing a lot, and he's got four fouls. And then Maddox Everingham, their leading scorer with 13 points, he's got three fouls and is really, really trying to take care of himself and and uh, almost kind of play an Olay defense because he wants to stay on the floor. Is uh, the last time Walters took him right to the hole with very little defense, and let's see if uh, Kobe can do that again here. Ray will take it baseline from the right side. Oh, yeah. Shot toes up and goes in. Davis Ray with a bucket, 29-21, after, after Davis blew by him, nobody really wanted to step in there. Davis with good body control, didn't go flying in there. Shot a pull-up jumper from about three feet as uh, 20 was there. Uh, Hofer was there to take a charge, but uh, good body control by Davison got a bucket. Maddox Everingham gets it to brother Miles, takes it to the right side. Short jumper in and out. Rebound oh, comes down to go. Walters. He's off to the races. Hoping to go one-on-one. Oh. Lays it up. Hits the underside of the rim. Rebound comes down to Maddox. He'll bring it all the other way, too. Kicks it to Dukes. At the free throw line just dives in there and scores it. I'll tell you, that's uh, what we've seen in the past from Dukes, and we hadn't seen that yet this year, but really good ball control and taking it up. Speaking of good ball control, oh, my goodness, Michael Sheely kind of in fast break mode. We throw it up to him. He catches it, crosses over, gets right to the front of the rim, gets the finger roll to go, and they've got a foul along with it. That's Felger with his second now. Michael's going to go to the line, but what a move by Michael. Good body control for the big guy. Misses the free throw, and the rebound comes down to Felger. 3.32 to play, 31-23 Plymouth. Corner, Maddox passes up the three, takes the shorter one, misses it. Feast comes away with it. Golly, a good big possession here. If we could put another one on the board, this would really dig him deep as uh, would turn into a 10-point game. Maybe 11 here. The screen oh, hits man. the back of the rim, rebound contested, and Feast tries to save it in, but they're going to say he was out of bounds, so it'll belong to Wallace. And that was way, way off by 
Davis. He just doesn't have it from outside tonight. He's 0 for 6 now, and that was his worst miss of the night. Dukes has the ball knocked away. He has it knocked away again. Great Ray defense. picks it up one-on-one -on -one with Welty, and yeah, oh, a, he's going to get a blocking foul. That's a good Tried call. to take that charge, but had to move to try to stay with him. Well, and that's the thing. is such good body control by Davis. As we said again, he almost put it in the neutral. He's going down super hard. The kid's there for uh, Welty's there to take a charge, and then he just almost stops, takes one more dribble to the left, sidesteps him, and Welty falls, and clearly he was, was very little body contact, and they uh, called a block on him, which it was. And now Welty, that's his fourth. Yeah. So uh, Wawasee now has two guys with four fouls, and both of them is guys that they need. Yeah. And uh, they're going to stick with Welty out there with four fouls. With three minutes to go here in the third, they're going to stick with him. Ray hits a pair of free throws, makes it a 10-point Plymouth lead, 33-23. And... You know, this is why it's going to be because now it's become this. Uh, we're going any any uh, hand check or anything is going to be a foul. I think as we go well, on, and, and that's what happens, Rusty. You let it get out of control early. The kids, uh, they adapt and they start to get really physical, and then you got to reel them back in. Fortunately for for the ball game, they're they're doing it here in the third quarter rather than right at the end of the game. That really was when it gets kind of out of control. <laughs> Easton Strain with an acrobatic save. Made the rebound, was falling out of bounds. Somehow got it to Ray up court. And Plymouth has possession on the missed shot. 33-23, 237. Pilgrims with the basketball. Creekbaum on the floor. Has it over to Walters now. He'll get it to Feast. Double team. Backs up. Gets it on the block. to strain. Turns. Shoots. And can't make it fall. Oh, yeah. Creekbaum goes up. Fights with the rebound on the floor. Now it's going to be a jump ball. And it'll be Wallace Seaball on Man, the alternating possessions. A good activity by Lennon. Although he didn't come up with anything, he was up there battling. He was got his hands on it and then kind of went to the floor and almost corralled it by himself. But uh, several Wallace Sea guys jump on top with him and uh, they call the tie-up. But, man, good activity by Lennon there. Pass to Maddox. He'll take it to the free throw line. Kicks it in the corner. Dukes for a three. Got it. Dukes all alone in the corner, hits a three, and they're making a concerted effort to get the ball to him as well as he was very quiet in the first half. Yeah, he's got five points and uh, all of them here in the third quarter. 33-26, a full timeout by Wallace. We'll take a quick break as well. Two of five to play in the third. 33-26, Plymouth back after this. At Bowman's Tin Shop, we are the go-to choice for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs for your home or office. We also offer professional installation and 24-hour emergency services. And of course, we're the metal experts. From custom sheet metal fabrication to installation, we do it all. For service-driven, reliable professionals, contact Bowman's Tin Shop today. Back at Plymouth High School, the Pilgrims have got this game a little bit. 33-26, 2.05 to play in the third. Rusty Nixon with Nick Cheney. The Pilgrims will have it out of the Wallace C timeout. Kobe Walters will bring it across. He just joined us. A lot of foul trouble here tonight. Trey Hall, one of them. Creek bomb on the right side. Looks for someone to come open. Gets it to Ray Walters with a long three in and out. Good job by Feast to keep it alive, but Miles Everingham chases it down. Gets to the baseline. Cut off. 
Has it trailer Dukes. He'll come back to the middle. Dukes is the guy with the hot hand. Welty. Pass into the corner. Maddox gets it. Goes to the center. He'll take the 15-footer. Can't hit it. And now Bees. Wow, that's going to be a tough one. That's a tough foul. He's both going for the ball. And Miles Everingham will pick up the foul. But once again, a very... I'll tell you, the, the thing that uh, stands out to me is, uh, first of all, we got to figure out, oh, they're going to go one-on-one. But, uh, no one's ever going to see this or know this, but really good recognition by uh, Creek Bomb there. He, on two different occasions, he knew where Everingham was, which we could not do in the first half. Yep. And both times he was a guy covering up for, uh, for somebody else. He recognized that Everingham was the guy, shaded a little bit, and took him out of uh, two different shots. And uh, finally, he forced one up with Lennon all over him. Peace can't hit the free oh, throw. They come the other oh, way, and we're going to oh, have a foul oh. called. And Man, Davis just picked him clean, and I don't know how you call that on anybody else. The ball's already out of his hands with Davis swiping it from him. And that's going to be a foul on strain. That'll be number two on him. So Welty will have it in. Gets it to Dukes. He's on the baseline on the right side. He'll be cut off. Spin move. Nice My. move. Yeah, that Does was Does not nice get the ball to roll. And now we're going to have another Wallace C foul. So that, Strain goes to the You floor. can hear Wallace C fans yeah, screaming. I, and I got it. I don't think I would they, be right I in their corner. A, I would be right in their corner. <laughs> they, have a, they have a complaint. Man. Who's That's that going to be on Felger. It was so bad that ne- neither of us <laughs> even knew who it was on. <laughs> yeah, it, but that's his third. They've but got see, eight, they've got eight fouls now. It's like I said before, you got a, a little hand check out here that's a foul. We can't even figure out what the foul was on that one. So you can see it coming yeah, from a mile away in the gonna, first half that it was going to be like this. It'll be interesting how this. Goes. Hopefully, they just keep calling them on the green team and not yeah. us, because that's yeah. the way it's been so far. They've got eight fouls. We've got three. String can't hit the free throw. Plymouth really bad from the free throw line tonight. Although Strain, that's only his first miss. He's been there three times. He was two of two, and then now oh, uh, oh, one. So one for six. You've got Feast missed the front end of a one and one. Walters has missed one. Ray has missed one. And now Everingham with it. Miles gives it to Brother Maddox. He'll take it to the right side. Welty gets a pick, comes into the paint, kicks it over to Dukes for a look at three. No good. Uh, Rebound to Roberson. That's definitely a foul as Ellery will pick it up. And Roberson will be able to get it in. And this is uh, not what you want to see. They're clawing back into this. It's 33-28. Chance to make it 29. So your 10-point lead has completely evaporated. Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, good or bad, but we Strain got away with a hack on Roberson on the rebound. Yep. And then he took it back up, and uh, Caden fouled him. Roberson does make the free throw, and uh, as you said, things are getting a little bit tighter now as uh, that was a three-point play, and it's 33-29 with under 50 seconds left to go here in the third. Walters with it on the left side, waiting for somebody to come open. It's Creek Bomb down on the block to Ellery. He'll take it to the basket, backs his way in. Nice pass in there the corner. Go. Ray passes up the three, maybe wisely at this point. Yeah, I 30 think so seconds. Too, especially the way he was shooting the basketball. That's one he'll normally put up, but he thought about it and decided to go another way. And, boy, that and that's not a foul. I hear you <laughs> on both both guys, 14 and 24. In right Walters through. with a three. Creekbaum with a big rebound. Cut it off. He'll get to strain. And Plymouth will have another shot yeah, with we 10 gotta seconds. we got to go once. We can't let them have the ball back here. If we go in 
down four or up four. That's perfect. Strain loses Damn. a handle out of bounds with three seconds, so Wallace will have a shot at it. Exactly where we didn't want him to have the ball back. We we're just going way too early. If we go in up four, we we can't let them have the ball back now. Now you're going to get uh, Maddox with a running start at it. One, and that's not a foul. I mean, he was all. I, I don't know. I thought that was good defense by Walters. He I was pretty he straight up. Thought he got a little too much arm myself, but then you know that, that, that we're like normal fans. Everybody decided 33-29 our score. At uh, the third quarter break, we'll take a break and be back right after this. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought, Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter, and with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. Plymouth will have it to start the fourth quarter. It's 33-29 Pilgrims. Davis Ray will dribble it, guarded by Dukes. Now Walters. A little 1-3-1 one, one by Wallace C here. Sheely cross-court to Ray. Oh, finally Boom. got one. Maybe that'll take the uh, lid off the basket for Davis, 36-29. That's Davis's 16th point. He's scored in every quarter now. Just, you know, just underway here in the fourth. Maddox Everingham. He's been a little bit silent since he got that third now, now foul. You, now you said it. Miles, now back to Maddox. Yeah, I know. I guess I'm stupid. He'll take it to the paint. Trying to find help, gets Miles. He'll take it to the paint. Loses a handle, gets it back. Roberson now with it. Turns and faces on Sheely. Hands it off to Everingham. Now to Welty. Welty goes to the bucket, to the basket. No good. Rebound contested, and Easton Strain will come away with it. 36-29, 6.57. Strain will bring it across. Ray in the corner. Now to Sheely. Out near the top of the key. Strain off a pick down on the right baseline. He'll get it back to Ray, top of the key. Over to Feast. Looking in the middle, he'll get it to Sheely. Nice job by Michael to catch that pass. It was contested. Now Walters has it knocked away. He'll pick it back up. He'll take it to the right side, looking for somewhere to go. Now has to have help. He'll get it to Feast. 6.23. Plymouth with the ball. Yeah, our benches, coaches are really urging us to continue to move. We're getting kind of stagnant. We're, all the coaches are pointing and yelling. Ray will take it to the bucket. No good. Rebound contested. Got his own Davis rebound. Got his own. I think it's going to be a jump ball. So an alternating possession will belong to Wallace C, but that's good to see. He almost took it away, at least fighting for the ball after the shot. Yeah, Michael uh, was in there. He was the first guy to get his hand on it well out of his reach, but he did tip it, and that allowed uh, Davis to get both hands on it and get a tie-up. 36-29, Wallace C with a basketball. 
Plymouth kind of showing a trap. He'll get it to Maddox Everingham, double team, not a Miles. He'll take it to the block, short jumper, buries it. Boy, I'll tell you one thing, both the, you can't tell the Twins apart by their shot. They both can drain it. 36-31, 5.38 to play. Yeah, they both shoot it just like you would think a, uh, a coach's, coach's kid, kid would. Yeah. Tanner Feast, Ray off of pick. We'll get it back to Sheely all the way around right side to strain. Looking in the middle. Ray pops out, gets it top of the key. Backs it up. Dribbling out near the volleyball line, guarded by Miles Ebringham. Kills the dribble, needs help, gets it to Sheely. Way out away from the basket. 5-10 now. Just the appearance here. It appears that Wallace C is a little spent. I mean, they just look like they're out of shape a little bit to me. Ray goes to the basket, and let's see. The, oh, that's going to be it for Welty. He got in there trying to, and I'll tell you what, you got to give that kid props. He's got four fouls. He's still in there trying to take a charge. <laughs> I, that's, I don't know I'd be doing that. Well, I'm not so sure. I don't know. I'm not so sure anybody on Wallace C wants him doing that. With five <laughs> minutes left to go, he is uh, disqualified from the game. So, uh, he will take a seat. I would be shaking my head if I was uh, what was seat guy why he was doing that because uh, really, you know, I mean, every one of those plays is a bang-bang judgment call. And yep. when you've got four fouls with five minutes to go in the game, you can't put your life in the hands of, uh, of an official. And that's exactly what he did. And now he's going to go to the bench and he's going to become a spectator the rest of the game. And there is five minutes to play, 36-31. Davis Ray will get the free throw. That is no good. Cannot hit free throws tonight. I've got Davis. Uh, I've got him now three of five. He buries hit that, that one. one. So it's 37-31. Five minutes to play in this one. Plymouth with the lead, and Dukes will bring it up now. Davis has got 17. Continues to really be our main dude here tonight. He's had, not had a great night shooting, but has found other ways to get the ball in the basket. Feast. Bodies up Miles Everingham pretty hard. Gets it to Maddox. Tosses it to Dukes on the right side. He'll try the drive. Triple team forces his way in and gets it. Keaton Dukes with a bucket. 37-33. Trey Hall back on. He'll bring it across. You wonder how much with all that time on the bench. See if he can kick the rest off and get it going in a hurry here. Sheely double team. Has Feast on the block, takes it up, takes it in. Yeah, and that was on Everingham. And uh, from a Wallace C standpoint, he did a great job not fouling and yep. just went straight up. But uh, from a Pilgrim standpoint, good taking it right at him, uh, Tanner. You knew he wasn't going to foul you. Just take it right at him and lay it up. And that's exactly what he did. Miles Everingham with it. Needs help. He'll get it to Dukes. Haul on him way out by the uh, timeline. He'll back it out. At 30. And oh, oh baby. That was close. That's, That's another what I'm one. talking about yeah. there. You've got your life in the official's hands. Trey takes the charge. But that was another one of those borderline ones. And Dukes will pick up his second. At 39-33 with uh, 350 to go here in the game. Wallace, he's got 10 fouls. So we're going to go to the line uh, for two the rest of the way. Uh, although that was a player control foul. Coach Grindle's 
calls a timeout here. He's trying to figure out what uh, what offense we were running, which was not to his liking, and I think he's going to make a change here face-to-face uh, -face here in the timeout, it looks like. Full timeout. We'll take a 30-second break. 3.43 to play in this one. Plymouth leads at 39-33. Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialist Larry Falsich or Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth or apply online at www.firstfederalsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured, equal housing lender. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon, Nick Cheney as we head to the last 343 in this one. Plymouth holding on to a 39-33 lead. And they will have the basketball. When we left, Wawasi had dropped into that 1-3-1 again. They were showing traps at the half-court line. And yeah, I was just going to say, things are going to get really interesting because they've got to up the pressure, but they don't have the foul situation yeah. really to do that. They're kind of in a rock and a hard place here. Well, they're already uh, in the double bonus. Yeah, uh, well, and, I mean, they've got guys that are close to being eliminated on fouls with uh, with uh, four and three fouls itself. And then Sheely's going to get one. No, out. actually, they're going to get him stepping on the end line. Are wow. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Michael was kind of falling wow. down, and as Rusty said, he was falling down and really almost pushed uh, Finlinson out of bounds, but they called him stepping sure on the was... line, and uh, no foul. We're going to get it out underneath their own bucket. Corner it goes to Feast. Pilgrims got their starters on the floor with Hall carrying the ball out front with uh, Feast and Strain and Ray and Sheely on the floor, so we're back to our, our solid core guys. Time is your friend if you're Plymouth. You don't really need to take a shot. There's a, a wide right there. open yeah. one from the Easton, but he can't get it we'll to We'll take that for sure. Roberson will get the rebound. 39-33, 3-18. Got a markup on our shooters. Uh, Maddox is down here right in front of us. Ray's got him, so big assignment for Davis. And Miles just pulls up and takes Ooh. one. Volleyball line just took a step and bang. So Miles Everingham with a three. 39-36. Uh, that's his seventh point of the night. First three for him. Ray off a screen. Takes it to the baseline. Gets cut off. Forces his way in. Hits it. And oh, going to give him an offensive foul. Wow. Davis Ray. Not sure if he extended the arm or what happened. I think that's what Joel Brendel wants to know is what, what did he do? 39-36 now. We gotta appreciate the uh, student section letting them refs know how they feel. Good to see that back. I kind of like that. That's part of that home gym feel, yeah, and, and you're, that you're right. You know, giving us something from the from the student section. Miles Everingham one on one with Hall gets a good shot, but can't make it fall. And Strain will take it down. Good cleanup defensively on the defensive glass by Strain. Pilgrims back into the front court again. We got our starters on the floor, and we're into our motion offense. Two thirty. Face Hall on the left wing. Wallace C continues to run man to man. Now they're going to foul Michael as uh, as he's uh, one of left. one of well, he's one of five from the yeah, free throw right. line. Yep. Extend the game. I really like that idea. Uh, the only thing is, I don't know that Wallace C has enough fouls uh, with that, their yeah, core group to be able to do that. But uh, the right guy fouled Roberson. That was only his second foul. They send the right guy to the line. Uh, 
at least for this game, Michael has been very good from the free throw line the rest of the year, and he knocks down that first one to prove him wrong. So he is uh, two of six now from the line. He's got four points. Uh, he's got a bucket in the third quarter and a free throw in the second. Now a free throw here. I'm going to step and toe of the next one here as we've got 2.20 left to go in the ballgame. Pilgrims lead 40-36. Here comes the second one on the floor, on the way, and that one's nothing but net two. So it gives us a five-point lead. 2.19 to play. Wallace C. with it, 41-36 Plymouth. Miles Everingham working on Hall. He'll get to the free throw line, kicks it to Maddox. He takes a three. From way downtown, Ray will pick it up. Yeah, Tanner's got to do a better understanding of who's gu- who he's guarding. He completely left him wide open. And although it's about four feet beyond the arc, that's still probably a shot that yeah, uh, Coach Everham does not I'm mind okay his kid shooting. I mean, I, I, it looked pretty good to me. It was dead on it. Oh, wow. Sheely just goes to the bucket and lays it in. Michael Sheely Man, just he got the ball. Drove. But I'll tell you what, I don't think that Wallace C, with the guys that they have guarding him, they don't want to foul him, and they just let him take it to the hole. Dukes will take the three from the corner off the front of the rim, and Ray will pick it up. So good job by our defensive one and done, cleaning up the defensive glass. And, oh. and then Davis just dribbles it off his foot into the hands of Roberson. Goes to lay it up, can't get it, but that's going to be a foul, I think, on Feast. Saves the easy layup. Roberson with the steal. So it's 43-36, minute 19. Roberson's been to the line one time tonight. He was successful with that throw, and here comes the second one, and that's way off the back of the iron, hard. Say he uh, he kind of stands all the way at the three-point line. He'll catch it, walk into the free throw line, and then let her fly. Uh, Kind of an old-school approach almost, but uh, that's the way he's going at it. And here comes the next one, and that one's off the back of the iron, too. And, and she with a Michael. great job wow. to get that rebound. Absolutely. Went up. The ball was kind of behind him. He reached back with his paw and grabbed it and tucked her in. Good job of cleaning it up Just there, Michael. Pulled it completely away from Finlinson, who had the better, better shot at it. Yeah, better position from sure. And they're going to foul. And that's on 34, so that's going to be Maddox's fourth foul. They're going to send uh, Trey to the line. Not, uh, Trey did take a shot in the first, quor- uh, the first quarter and then sat all of the second and most of the third, but he's going to go to the line to, uh, to try and extend this six-point lead with a minute to go here in the ballgame. And here comes his first one as he gets two. That was nothing but the bottom of the net. He'll get the second one, 44-36. As Plymouth trying to extend it another point. Minute one to play. All looks at it. He's ready to go. Throws it up. Nails it. Two for two for Trey Hall. 45-36 under a minute. Miles Everingham into the paint. Short jumper. Yeah, he likes that short jumper. He's shot several of them. Rebound is contested. It's going to belong to uh, Wallace under their basket. 53 seconds to play. 45-36. Well, we'll see out underneath their own bucket if someone wants to take it out for him. And uh, finally, it looks like Maddox Everingham's going to take it out for him. Maddox has been held scoreless here in the second half. He had 13 in the first half, but uh, has yet to put one through the bucket here. It was, And a lot of it has to do with our recognition of where he is on the floor. We have con- 
completely changed our defensive game plan with him. Miles Ebringham with 15 footer can't hit it. All Strain yeah, comes another. away. Oh. Pass flipped up in the air. Everingham with a steal. Can't hit the lay and Rebound goes to Dukes. And with 37 seconds, he'll have a shot at the three-point play. Yeah, Strain's going to do a better job of just not freaking out. I mean, he can handle the basketball, put the ball on the floor, back dribble, and then pass it out rather than just kind of freaking out and launching it and uh, hoping that somebody was there. Well, the other team was there, and now he's set them up, and they're going to be able to set up their press. It's a seven-point game now, 45-38. Uh, as you said, Dukes with the bucket, and uh, he's going to go to the line to shoot one to complete the old-school three-point play here. Shot is up, and that is no good. So Easton Strain comes away with his seventh rebound. Did a and better job of, instantly. And did a better job of controlling himself there after that rebound. It's going to be on Miles Everingham. That'll be number three on him. Strain will go to the line. He'll shoot two. He's been there three times tonight. He's two of two of three. He's going to get two, as you said, Rusty. Thirty-five seconds left to go. First one is up. That one Short. is no good. Very uncharacteristic. Most of the year, we've shot free throws as a team very well. Been a tough, tough point from the line tonight. Lennon Creekbaum comes on, and Trey Hall will sit down. Strain will get a second shot. That one is up. That one is good as he puts it in. Plymouth leads 46-38, 30 seconds to play. Miles Everingham in the corner to Hoffert. Dribbling, needs some help, gets it to Maddox. This is going up. He'll go to the paint, lays it up, no good. Rebound good comes down to Ray. Good defense. Feast with it. He'll get fouled by Miles Everingham. One of the Everinghams. Both of them were there, and uh, depends on what. So they get Miles, so uh, that'll be his fourth foul. Good job defensively, though. We uh, really made him put it on the floor. He definitely wanted to shoot a three. Maddox did, and we made him put it on the floor and then uh, did a good job of being straight up. He threw a wild shot up, and we did a great job of getting the defense rebound, and Tanner is short on the first one. 46-38, he's going to get a second free throw. 16 seconds left to go here as uh can all but seal it, I think, if he makes this one. And, and he, he does doesn't. Not. So he's 0 for 3 tonight. Miles Everingham brings it across. 10 seconds. Shot fake. He'll throw it up. No good. Rebound comes down to strain, and that should do it with five seconds. And it will, as he won't even have to take it down the floor. So Plymouth will win it. 46 to 38, our final. And we'll take a break. We come back. We'll have our post-game show. It is Plymouth Basketball on WTCA in Plymouth. U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules committed to our community.
Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at a competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. I'm John from Oliver Ford. It seems some businesses expect their customers to do their work, from retail to websites that are anything but helpful. Remember when a tip of the hat conveyed courtesy and respect? At Oliver Ford, we still do. That's why we continue to offer free car washes, free shuttle service, and we'll do the work to find the right vehicle for you. Tired of self-serving businesses making more work for you? Come to Oliver Ford Lincoln in Plymouth, where we still tip our hat to you. Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon, Nick Cheney, as we've watched the Plymouth Pilgrims take a 46-38 win. Just something I noticed as I was putting the uh, final score down. We held them to five points in the fourth quarter. That's got to bring a smile to the face of a lot of coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you another thing that uh, – it's got to bring a smile to your faces. We give up uh, 13 points to Maddox Everingham in the in the first half. He doesn't score at all in the second half. Yeah. And uh, completely just our recognition of where he was on the floor uh, in the second half. And, and there was several guys involved, one of them being Creekbaum, uh, on, a, on a really, really big possession when he figured it out on two different occasions uh, and was able to close the gap uh, because it was Everingham. That was kind of the difference, I think, especially there in the second half. Is uh, he just didn't even have open looks? I mean, it wasn't he wasn't even shooting the basketball. He just didn't have open looks, uh, and purely because of our recognition of where he was on the floor and that he was the hot hand. We got some recognition from Easton Strain in the second uh, half as well. I mean, he was not really in too many of the stat columns, but I mentioned at the end of halftime, we're going to see him before the game is over. He ends up the night with eight rebounds by my count, and I've got him for nine points, which is a little below what he normally has. But he was a force there in the third quarter especially. Yeah, those nine points, uh, seven of those nine were in the second half, six of them in the third quarter, uh, and, and really stepped up for us. And, but defensively, uh, I mean, he was the guy that was cleaning up the defensive guys. It seemed down the stretch every single time yep. he was the guy coming up with the basketball and as you said he had eight rebounds uh, all of them on the defensive uh, end and uh, a, a number that stat uh, that stands out to me is our three-point shooting we're one of 14 uh from the three-point line and still are able to win the basketball game and uh he, as you know how heavily re we rely on that shot uh and to be really really uh poor from there and still be able to pull out a game uh, really shows you our defense and, and yeah. how we handle the basket, uh, how we played them defensively and made it really tough for them. Uh, the next point I was going to make, which I kind of jumped in there, was our turnovers. We kept it under 10. Uh, with oh, not, we had nine turnovers. Yeah. And usually if you can keep it under double figures, you're going to be right there in the game. And uh, as we were there tonight. Well, uh, we, 
If we have under double digits and turnovers, I think the coaching staff will have cake tonight. That'll that'll probably be on the agenda. That has been a bugaboo for the whole year. I know that's been a, a point of emphasis. Big reason why Trey Hall has come on is his ability to handle pressure and not throw the ball away. So the other thing that uh, I saw, with you know, you, you're still seeing – we forget how young we are sometimes. Davis Ray is still growing. I think he'd admit to you, I didn't really have a very good night shooting the basketball from three. Still found a way to score points and make himself a force in this game. Well, you're exactly right, Rusty. He he uh, he fired up seven, and at halftime, he had fired up five. So he shot two more in the in the second half. He was zero for five going into halftime. He was one of two in the second half. Uh, we've seen even this year, early on, where he just completely crawls in a hole yep. if if things aren't going his way. Uh, and it's to the detriment of the team. Tonight, he did not do that. He kept staying with it, uh, but found other ways to score the basketball. It wasn't going in for three, uh, but he was driving the basketball, getting to the getting to the rim. Uh, there in the first half, he was four of five from two-point field goals and uh, finished the game five of seven from two-point field goals. So although it wasn't going in from the outside, he was making himself uh, still continuing to be a scorer uh, which is a growth pattern that we really, really like because uh, with with him kind of crawling in a hole, that was a detriment to our team early on in the season. <laughs> yeah, because he's got to be. He's got to be one of our scorers. Sc- yeah, he's got to score points. Um, we have uh, Joel Crindle with us here to uh, look over this. Still getting some congratulatory uh, slaps on the back here. <laughs> Two years on the Schneid, man. Victory number one in the NLC. Uh, it's got to feel really good to get that over with. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, it's a big win for us. Um, Wallace has, play, has been playing uh, well. They played everybody tough. They do just what that was a game just like we thought it was. It was uh, that we both like to make things ugly, and it got there. Um, that's for certain. Um but again, uh, it, it was one of those things that, you know, they had their they had their guys really rolling in the, in that first half. Maddox Everham was playing playing really well, and and we we made some adjustments. Our guys uh, made some scouting report adjustments and, and ran him off the line and forced contested jumpers. And I'll tell you what, you know, we we we, we made the plays when we needed to. Our kids battled. Our kids worked. Uh, I'm proud as heck of them. This, you know, it's a big, it's a big, big win for us, especially to, you know, to finally get that NLC one is big. I was going to say a big reason for it was you found, uh, which uh, at Maddox Everingham, he yeah. was red hot in the first. Yeah, uh, we just seemed to lose him. But and well, once again, at Tippecanoe Valley, same thing happened. Yeah, Guy yeah, got out. We and, never and, found him. And it was, you know, they put their guys in in, in good positions, and a lot of it's that. And the, the 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 guy with the ball dribbling at him, and you got to they, they take what we do really well. We we, we help and re, we help and recover very well. That's one of the strengths of our team. They try to use it against us, and uh, you know, in the second we made we we had better one on one on their guards out front, and we didn't we didn't over help, um, which which is tough to do. That's right. what we do in our in our defense, and uh, really really happy with what we did. Easton Strain. Uh, came out and, and 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 played really well on on Maddox and and again, um, really proud that our kids 
battled all the way through. They battled through, you know, we, we missed a lot of free throws. We, uh, you know, we, a lot of adversity here. Um, a lot of it a little self-induced, but to keep battling, to keep battling, to keep battling over and over and over, you got to give, uh, you got to give the, give our kids a bunch of credit for, you know, just never giving up. We talked at halftime. It's just, Hey, something's going to fall. Something that some right. point is going to fall. We, we, you know, we didn't shoot the ball well. We had good looks in our offense, and you know, we made some adjustments, and and, and we're really we're really excited about about getting this win. You got to feel good about some other things too. What we've started to see is that the I don't know if it's a actually a, a an actual thought process, but it's kind of whatever it takes. I mean, Davis Ray would tell you didn't have a good night shooting, but he found other ways yeah. to be a big part of the game. Easton Strain doesn't score a lot of points in the first half. Comes on in the third quarter. Yep. He's the reason that you get the gap. I yeah. mean, it's just whatever it takes, you your know, guys are doing. Yeah, and again, that's, you know, Michael Sheely then. I mean, Michael uh, Sheely, we, we, we huge, you yeah. know, we, we weren't sure if we were getting Michael um, win and go back. He decides he comes in, says, I, I can – I'm cleared. Okay, yeah. Michael, let's go. And and boy, did he have a couple takes that yeah. that were just absolutely huge. Right when the game was getting tight, um, it again Tanner Feast just made yeah. Tanner Feast made plays. And, and tonight again, Trey Hall, bunch of fouls. Kobe Walters was was out most of the week, um, and uh, and he comes back in and and you know uh, he he had a good game and got had a bigger role against Elkhart and. You know, he missed missed some uh, days of practice from being out of school, and you know, came back and really, uh, really played well tonight. You know, Cade Nellery did stuff in his in his minutes that he had. Uh, Zane Lark again uh, in the minutes that he had. You just can't. Lennon Creek bomb. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. My goodness, his battle. He had, he had a huge take in the first half when nothing yeah. was going. He had a great rebound. He had to keep alive. I mean, kids are playing their roles. They're enjoying. They're enjoying playing basketball. Uh, hopefully, that hopefully fans are enjoying watching them play because these kids are working hard, and, and we're really excited about what what these kids are doing, and, and we we're proud of them. Well, with Lennon, I know Nick made the point. You know, when we were losing Maddox Everingham, yeah. he found him twice. Well, he when found he got him. loose a couple of times. Lennon well, was the one who cleaned it up. And, and again, that was one of those those things. You know. The minutes that that you're in, and you get called. You know, he gets called in that last minute just to get just to get a a bigger body on somebody in whatever. And it it's the willingness of a senior to play and be ready at at a drop of a dime. And I'll tell you what, uh, Lennon Creepbomb's been doing that for us all year. Whatever we whatever we need, um, he just wants what's best for the team and 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 find a way to win. And 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 these kids are enjoying some success, and we knew. Once we could start getting a little bit, we were we were hoping it would be a little contagious, and we're we're, we're hoping that we uh, that, that that that's that little bug that we get. <laughs> Coach, go enjoy it. Hey, it's appreciate feel it. Thank good. you. Thank Thanks you for joining us. Hey, we appreciate hey and the fans, all the fans. It was fantastic. We had a great crowd here for homecoming. We just want to thank get get out here, support these guys. They're working really hard. We appreciate them. Real good. Thank you. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. See you tomorrow morning. That's uh, Plymouth head basketball coach Joel Grendel. And once again, uh, it's been two years since Plymouth has had a W in the uh, NLC. So the win, uh, first win in two years, got to feel good for everybody to get that off everybody's back. And you can just see that that's just like a weight on his shoulders. It's just now we can just forget all that and just keep going. And uh, it appears it's going to keep going. Yeah, I mean, it was a good win for us. One of those that we talked about uh, where we 
coming off of a, of a game on, on a Saturday night where it was a tight game and it came all the way down to the end and we were able to, to get over the hump and get a victory here. And uh, tonight the same way, the game was in doubt uh, really probably until about 30 seconds left to go. Uh, we had a couple big buckets, a big dribble drive by Michael Sheely and then uh, several big defensive rebounds by them, uh, by us as well. Most of them came uh, from strain and uh, and we were able to seal the game off by with our play. I mean, they didn't give us anything. It right. was stuff that we uh, that we went out and got ourselves and uh, a really good victory. I heard him uh, talk about uh, Creek Bomb and Sheely, both of those guys. Uh, not going to show up in the stats too much, although Michael had seven points tonight. Lennon did have two. Uh, but those guys' defensive presence, yeah. and, and those are the things that uh, that Plymouth basketball has always got. And uh, and to be able to, to put yourself aside and be for the greater uh, good of the team, uh, that's why you start to get games like this where we, we finish guys off at the end. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with that selflessness uh, from from key guys uh, that are just athletes that want to win more than they want their name in the paper. Well, and that goes back to an old acting uh, uh, mantra. There's no such thing as a small role. I mean, yeah. it, it is what you make it to be. And Absolutely. That's, uh, that's very similar here. There's no such thing as a small role in this program. Right. And, and, and you've got to give Coach Grindle credit where he's He's putting guys in roles uh, that maximize their gifted talents, whatever right. they are. Exactly. And, uh, and and ultimately, that's what you want as a coach is uh, to put guys uh, in the best possible position uh, for them to succeed, but the, the whole core group to succeed as well. And, and, uh, and that's what we got today. You know, the two guys that we needed to score the basketball – are our two guys that are our leading scorers. Davis Ray with 17, Easton Strain with nine. Uh, the guy that needs to rebound the basketball for us is, uh, is Easton Strain. He's got uh, eight rebounds. And then um, you've got Sheely, which uh, Sheely gets a whole bunch of rebounds too. He had seven. So, oh, uh, no, sorry. Uh, Feast had a bunch tonight. Yeah, he had four rebounds, and, and Feast looks like uh, had five. Feast had I five, had yeah. So, um, you know, as I said, just putting guys in roles that uh, their talent level can have a, have them succeed, but us as well. You want to run down scoring real quick? For yeah, we us? can run run down scoring uh, first for Wallace C, and and this is the big number to me. Um, we'll start out with their top score. Maddox Everingham had 13, all of them in the first half. We held them scoreless in the second half. Really, uh, the recognition and and. That right there was the biggest part of the game. If we leave him open, he's going to hit oh, him all yeah. night long. Yeah. And, and he proved that in the first half. The second half, he didn't have open looks, and he didn't score. Uh, so he had 13. Uh, a couple other guys threw in a couple. Um, let's talk about the guys that we really care about, and those are the Pil yep. the uh, Plymouth Pilgrims. So uh, Trey Hall with two points. Lennon Creekbaum with two. Caden Ellery with two. Kobe Walters with three, a bucket and a free throw. Tanner Feast with four, and uh, Michael Sheely with seven. A big bucket there at the end uh, on a dribble drive that he got a wide-open layup on. Uh, Easton Strain with nine, and the leading scorer for us, leading scorer for the ballgame, Davis Ray with 17, uh, scored in every quarter, which uh, really put a nice game together in all four quarters, which we did not do at Concord. If you remember back our second quarter, uh, we only scored four points. 
the game really got gapped and we put ourselves behind the eight ball there. We played really good four quarters of basketball tonight and uh, and just kept that lead, uh, you know, slightly ahead right. and then gapped the game at the end uh, with the way we handled the basketball. Well, I want to thank you for joining me, man. I guess uh, we'll be back here again Friday. Uh, Northridge comes to town and uh, we'll try to win another one there. They've got a pretty darn good basketball team again this year like they have uh, quite a few years now. But they'll be in Friday. We'll have that one for you. Uh, we'll start about 730 on the air. I want to thank Noble Bachman back at the studio for uh, hanging in there and making us sound good. Noble, thank you to you. Uh, once again, Nick, thank you to you, and thank you to you for listening. Uh, don't forget Coach's Corner tomorrow morning, uh, right after the news at 8 o'clock. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we had a great crowd tonight. Oh, I think yeah. uh, we need to get some more people to jump on board and, and, and come and watch this team. Yep. This team is fun to play. If you if you attended back, uh, you know, back in the early 2000s, uh, this is kind of getting back into that same brand of basketball, and uh and another reason to come is uh, a couple former Pilgrims are going to be here next Friday night uh, in the Bales Brothers. Uh, yep. Nolan and, and Mason, uh, who are up at Northridge now, are, are going to be here uh, with their team uh, playing Friday night. So come out and, and support the Pilgrims. And uh, hopefully the student section shows up just like they did tonight and uh, a full capacity. And uh, I think there's probably one more row that they could fill. And uh, hopefully they can take that challenge and, and pack the whole group next uh, on Friday night. And remember, just bring your, your headphones and you can listen to, to us. Yeah, actually, absolutely. Get online bring, or however. Bring the wireless headphones and yeah. listen to us. Yeah, so uh, do that. Join us again next week. Join us tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Have yourselves a great weekend. You've been listening to Plymouth Basketball on WTCA, brought to you by Avius Computers, Bowman's Tin Shop, Co-Alliance Propane, Coca-Cola, First Federal Savings Bank, Oliver Ford, Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, Marshall County REMC, St. Joe Health Systems, Montgomery Well Drilling, Pilot News, Rochester Orthopedics, Master Tech, TCP, and U.S. Granules. The proceeding has been a production of WTCA Sports. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish is... It's pretty bad. So we're using Babbel.